Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. In-depth. The shadowy businessman behind a multi-billion dollar bank swindle. Written by Sun Liangzi and Han Wei. Published in Caixin Global. Read for you by Kaiser Guo. Behind the multi-billion dollar swindle of hundreds of thousands of bank depositors across China that sent shockwaves through the nation's banking system and resulted in the arrest of 234 people is a single, shadowy businessman known as Liu Yi. Police allege that Liu led a criminal gang, although local authorities in central China's Henan province briefly had him under house arrest early this year. The 48-year-old Liu has since eluded capture in the massive dragnet police deployed since the scam came to light in April. He spent years planning escape routes and went to the trouble of obtaining citizenship in Cyprus, people familiar with him told Caixin. Over almost two decades, starting in 2003, when he acquired toll rights to an expressway, Liu wove a massive business web across China built on billions of yuan in fraudulent loans. The whole scheme fell apart in April when several village banks in Henan abruptly suspended online banking services and locked clients out of their accounts. That panicked depositors and spurred violent protests, forcing regulators to step in. In response, China's top leadership had to guarantee it would maintain the stability of the overall financial system. Local financial regulators stepped in with plans to reimburse depositors for losses. According to China's top banking regulator, the Henan Village Bank scam affected more than 600,000 depositors, involving 30 billion yuan, 4.3 billion U.S. dollars. As of August 11th, 436,000 depositors had been reimbursed to the tune of 18 billion yuan, the regulator said. Initial investigations found that several of the troubled village banks were linked to a private company called Henan Xinsaifu Group Investment Holding Company Limited. It is suspected of using the banks to carry out illegal deposit-taking, police said. The controlling shareholder of Xinsaifu Group is Liu, a Henan businessman known as a powerful player in financial circles who has long remained elusive. Sources told Caixin, he had deep connections and business ties with many financial institutions across China. There has been limited public exposure of Liu, a Hunan native. The last time he appeared on media was in March when he reportedly delivered a speech in the United States as chairman of Peace Ever TV International Media Group, Inc., a New York-based nonprofit media organization. Liu has been ubiquitous in the vast rural financial system of Henan, China's most populous province. 
Police said Liu gained control of at least five village banks through shady deals since 2011 and led a criminal group that illegally sold financial products to the public through its own platforms. A liquidity crisis emerged in the village lenders controlled by Liu at the end of last year. Local regulators put Liu under house arrest for a short period early this year and ordered him to raise funds to resolve the bank's troubles, sources close to the matter said. In February, Liu dissolved Xinsai Fu Group. But regulators' efforts apparently were in vain. In early March, Sun Zhenfu, a vice president of Xuchang Rural Commercial Bank Company Limited, XRCB, a rural lender controlled by Liu, fled, prompting local police to put up a reward citing serious economic crimes. Later that month, Rao Xuefeng, the trade union chief of the Henan Rural Credit Union, which oversees rural lenders, turned himself into the province's graft busters. In early April, Xing Jingjun, chairman of XRCB, was detained. Then, in mid-April, five village banks linked to XRCB and Liu halted online services, sparking the public protests. Since the scandal broke, at least eight officials in Henan's banking regulatory system have been put under investigation, along with a growing list of banking executives. The whereabouts of Liu are still unclear. Liu's shadowy business network spread far beyond Henan. Sources told Caixin that Liu bribed Cai Sheng, a former vice chairman of the now-defunct China Banking Regulatory Commission, CBRC, with a cash card worth 1 million yuan, $143,000. Cai, who retired eight years ago, was placed under investigation last year and was expelled from the Communist Party in January. Liu was questioned in Tsai's case in August 2021, but walked away free, sources said. Liu also had business ties with Wang Yi, a convicted former official of China Development Bank, Tsai Guohua, a corrupt ex-chairman of scandal-plagued Hanfeng Bank, and Wang Jikang, former chairman and president of Guangzhou Rural Commercial Bank Company Limited, who was indicted in 2020 on bribery charges, sources said. The Highway Business Born in 1974 in Nanyang, Liu Yi was originally named Liu Guangyi, several local people said. His older brother, Liu Guangzhong, is better known in local business circles. The Liu brothers tried various businesses in their early days, including a concrete batching service and home appliance trading, people familiar with the matter said. In the 1990s, Liu Guangzhong made a fortune and owned one of the largest appliance retail malls in Kaifeng, one of the biggest cities in Henan. He later expanded into hotels, property and retailing, and indirectly held stakes in several rural and village banks in the province, people said. Compared with the younger brother, Liu Guangzhong has maintained a low profile despite his business success, sources said. In early 2022, Liu Guangzhong was also placed under investigation for a short period, they said. Liu Yi took a significant business step in 2003 when a company he controlled obtained the operating rights to a 61-kilometer section of expressway linking Lankao and Weishi in a Henan pilot program to invite private investment in local expressway construction and operation. 
His company, Lanway Highway Development Company Limited, owns the toll rights to the expressway section until 2033 and has become Liu's most important financing vehicle. The businessman has repeatedly pledged the Lanway Highway rights for bank loans, including 1.1 billion yuan from the Industrial and Commercial Bank of China Limited, ICBC, in 2004, and 800 million yuan credit line from the China Development Bank, CDB, in 2005, and a 71 million yuan loan from the China Construction Bank Corporation in 2009, among others. Through the loan deals, Liu got acquainted with former CBD Vice President Wang Yi, who introduced Liu to rich and powerful circles in Beijing, people familiar with the matter said. Wang was brought down in a corruption probe in 2008 and sentenced to death with a reprieve in 2010 for taking 12 million yuan in bribes. But Liu steadily expanded his business network from Henan to Beijing, Jiangsu, Hebei, and Shenzhen. Several businessmen familiar with Liu said he is wildly generous. He often spent millions of yuan on banquets and handed out extravagant gifts, such as luxury bags, watches, and jade. He has high emotional intelligence and is very good at observing others' preferences to make arrangements accordingly, one person said. Some people who had contact with Liu said he's a nice guy, but others called him boastful and evasive. One person who had a close relationship with Liu said he is always uneasy and never turns off the lights at night. He always had bodyguards following closely and a vehicle prepared for emergencies, the person said. Banking Maneuver Liu seized the opportunity when China opened up its vast rural financial market to private investors more than a decade ago. Through a massive web of shell companies and complicated deals, Liu gained control of a number of rural and village lenders and turned them into his own ATM machines, exploiting the weak points in the financial supervisory system. Liu's banking foray started with Yuzhou Xinminsheng Village Bank, one of the five banks embroiled in the deposit scam, which was established in January 2011 by XRCB. Several of Yuzhou Xinminsheng's shareholders are shell companies controlled by Liu, Caixin learned. Some of the companies have no employees, according to registration documents. XRCB, a rural bank headquartered in Xuchang, a city south of Zhengzhou, is also the major shareholder of Tuocheng Huanghai Village Bank, Shangcai Huimin Village Bank, and Kaifen Xindongfang Village Bank, all involved in the swindle. Police launched a probe of XRCB and its relationship with Xinxaifu Group and Liu. With control of a long list of rural lenders through direct and indirect holdings, Liu forged extensive borrowing ties among them. According to business information portal Tianyan Cha, stakes of several rural banks controlled by Liu were pledged with Trishan Rural Commercial Bank, also controlled by Liu, more than 370 times for loans by the end of 2014. Meanwhile, the stake in Trishan Rural Commercial Bank was pledged to other banks. People familiar with the matter said Liu put loyal people in key positions in the rural lenders after he gained control and fired those who wouldn't cooperate. To avoid risks and supervision, he also paid heavily to hire a group of retired officials in the financial sector who are proficient in business. 
according to a Henan financial industry source. Instead of using bank stakes as collateral for direct loans, Liu often adopted a more complicated arrangement by pledging one bank's stake to another bank in exchange for loan guarantees, which allowed him to build up a larger credit quota. Thirst for cash At least since 2015, Liu has been moving funds from banks he controlled to his other companies through illicit means, Caixin's investigation found. For instance, between September 2015 and January 2016, Gujin New Huai River Village and Township Bank, a small lender in Anhui province controlled by Liu, transferred 1.55 billion yuan to Hengfeng Bank as interbank deposits. Shortly after the funds arrived, Hengfeng Bank issued trust loans totaling the same amount to nine companies controlled by Liu. A person close to Hengfeng Bank said Liu was very close to the bank's sacked chairman, Cai Guohua. Liu once disclosed that he had offered gold bars to Cai. In 2017, Cai was placed under investigation. He was sentenced to death with a reprieve in 2020 for abuse of power, corruption, embezzlement, bribery, and illegal loan issuance. Liu was questioned by authorities during the investigation of Cai, and investigators came to Hengfeng Bank for information amid the probe of the recent scam, the sources said. Liu's thirst for cash seemingly grew even stronger since 2016. Between 2016 and late 2021, he pledged the Lanwei highway rights for loans nearly 100 times. At the same time, Liu was seeking a partner with real business operations to help expand his financing channels, a Henan source said. Zhejiang businessman Lin Leping became one of Liu's targets. In 2014, Lin got to know Liu at a banquet and was taken in by Liu's apparent financial capacity and extensive social connections, according to Feng Xiaoyan, vice president of Shijiazhuang Lecheng International Trade City Development Company Limited, a property company controlled by Lin. Starting with textiles, Lin's business expanded into trade and property development with growing financing demands, Feng said. Between 2015 and 2016, Liu offered Lin 2.9 billion yuan of loans with very low interest rates, Feng said. To facilitate the loans, Lin pledged part of Shijiazhuang Lecheng's stake to a company owned by Liu. The two also set up a wealth management joint venture in 2015. According to Feng, Liu helped Lin's companies obtain 5.28 billion yuan of trust loans from several rural banks between 2016 and 2017 to repay debts owed to Liu. The partnership also offered Liu greater access to funding sources. In 2016 and 2017, dozens of companies backed by Liu signed borrowing contracts worth more than 7 billion yuan with several trust and asset management companies guaranteed by Shijiazhuang Lecheng and Lin's other companies, documents seen by Cai Xin showed. But the relationship between Lin and Liu soured after 2017 as Liu became increasingly aggressive in using Lin's assets to borrow for his own funding needs, according to Feng. Between 2017 and 2019, Liu raised more than 10 billion yuan in loans in the name of Lin's companies but about 7.5 billion yuan borrowed from Hengfeng Bank, Guangzhou Rural Commercial Bank, and two companies, 
were later transferred to Liu's companies, Feng said. In 2018, Guangzhou Rural Commercial Bank extended a 3 billion yuan loan to a company owned by Lin using the company's assets as collateral, but the money was transferred by Liu without the knowledge of Lin, according to Feng. Lin later accused Liu of colluding with bank staffers to fabricate company seals to facilitate money transfers. Wang Jikang, then chairman of Guangzhou Rural Commercial Bank, was brought down in a graft probe in 2019. The partnership eventually collapsed amid disputes and lawsuits. In late 2019, Liu sued Lin in Shijiazhuang on allegations of misappropriation of funds. One month later, Lin sued Liu in Beijing for embezzlement. In January, Lin was convicted of misappropriation and sentenced to 19 years in prison. End game. Since 2017, a number of banks controlled by Liu have fallen under the regulator's scrutiny for irregular operations. At least five of the lenders received punishments and warnings. Making things worse was that Liu's core asset, the Lanwei Highway, was sued by several banks in 2019 for unpaid loans. In November that year, the company's toll rights were frozen by a court in Henan and auctioned off in December 2020. A person close to Liu said that since the second half of 2019, Liu complained that he had nothing to pledge. But Liu didn't stop using new platforms to chase money. According to a police statement in July, while gaining control of several rural banks through illicit means, Liu led a criminal group to attract deposits and sell financial products through money brokers on third-party online financial platforms and the group's own platform, illegally transferred funds by issuing fake loans, and set up a company to alter or delete data and conceal information. Liu has been preparing for an escape since late 2018 and obtained citizenship in Cyprus, people familiar with the matter said. He spent years planning routes for fleeing, but the exposure of the rural bank scam caught him off guard, sources said. Several sources said Liu transferred a huge amount of money abroad. He also paid villagers to use their identities for overseas money transfers, they said. Police haven't disclosed the amount of illegal gains involved in Liu's case, as investigations are still underway. Tsai Xin found that he had spent at least 350 million yuan in building a 2 million square meter manor in his hometown to receive guests. The manor was closed when Tsai Xin paid a visit in July. Yuning, Zhang Yuzhe, and Wang Duan contributed to this story.